This scripture reading and the following address were part of the YouTube streamed worship service from St Paul's Lutheran Church, Box Hill, Victoria, Australia on June 18, 2023. For more information, visit www.stpaulsboxhill.org.au The Holy Gospel according to Matthew chapter 9. Then Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful but the labourers are few. Therefore ask the Lord of the harvest to send out labourers into his harvest. Then Jesus summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to cure every disease and every sickness. These are the names of the twelve apostles. First Simon, also known as Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon, the Canaan, and Judas Iscariot, the one who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Go nowhere among the Gentiles and enter no town of the Samaritans, But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, proclaim the good news. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You received without payment, give without payment. This is the gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. As you go, as you go, proclaim the good news. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Let's pray. Loving God, make us and keep us your holy ones in the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. Make us your holy ones. We anoint a little one with oil uh, following baptism. That's uh, Freddie had the sign of the cross with oil made uh, on his forehead, reminding him of this anointing of the Holy Spirit. That is, he's a holy person. He walks the journey just like us who are Christians, uh, all are holy people, making a journey in life. It's what, I mean, one of the reasons I love baptisms, it's such a visual thing for us of God at work in us. Father welcomes, we, this old, wonderful, well, it's getting a bit old, isn't it, um, song that we sing uh, at baptism so often as Lutherans, Father welcomes all his children to his family through his son. Welcome to you then to St Paul's this day, whether you're here or whether you join us online. Welcome to St Paul's, the Father's welcome for you. 
And this morning, I'd like to explore with you this whole aspect of being welcoming people, being God's helpers, as Marlene was um, sharing with the children, in light of this gospel reading of God's call to the twelve to go. Matthew, in his gospel, is very, very much concerned with the mission call of God to his people. To the people of Israel, initially, uh, as we hear in our gospel reading today, but then as we read the whole of Matthew's gospel, it's a call, uh, and baptism words that come up, uh, to go to all nations, baptise people in all nations and teach them. The gospel begins and ends with words of promise, Matthew's gospel. Jesus is named Emmanuel. He is God with us. And Jesus' final words in this gospel are, I am with you, I'm with you always. His personal promise made to Freddie this day. And with it comes, with this promise comes call. Be my helpers, be especially my gospel helpers where you are. Because I think in the middle of the gospel, well, it's not quite the middle of the gospel as we hear the reading today, but it's going to be close enough for me. In the middle of this gospel, we hear this call again. As you go, and this is the image we've been using at St Paul's over a few weeks recently as we talked about being on the road with Jesus. We add these words today, as you go, proclaim the good news that the kingdom of heaven is here. And the kingdom of heaven in the person of Jesus, the person of Jesus walking a journey with and for people. Today, Jesus commissions 12 disciples. And I just love the word commission because it includes a couple of bits, doesn't it? It's got the prefix co and the word mission. And that's what's going on. That's the action taking place in the gospel reading that we hear today. It's God's mission but it's this mission that God commissions for us to walk with him, walk with Jesus in sharing the good news that he is here, that he is near for all who call on him. Because then they have this commission to go, they don't need much. They don't need to take their wallet. They don't need to take their lunchbox. They don't need to take their coat. Well, maybe if you're in Melbourne, you might need to take your coat, perhaps. Um, but they have all they need in this um, authority that, and uh, the, the compassion of Jesus himself that he sends them into the world with. The harvest is plentiful, he says, but the labourers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out labourers into his harvest. And a few weeks ago, um, Nathan said, encouraged us all to be prayers. So why don't we just stop ever so briefly and let's pray and ask the Lord of the harvest. We come to you, loving God, Lord of the harvest, knowing that you've prepared um, a full harvest for your people. Raise up and send out labourers into this harvest. In Jesus' name, amen. Can I encourage you to keep on praying that prayer as Jesus calls us to do? Have you ever considered that when you pray that prayer, that um, Jesus might just be calling you? 
or me or us together to be the labourer in the harvest field. Have you ever considered that? I consider it pretty regularly. And being a bit of an introvert, I sometimes get a bit scared about that, I have to say. I don't know about you, but I want to encourage you in that space when God calls you into it. And I think there is a space for each and every one of us. I've heard it said, and I think it's quite right, that to be sent by Jesus is to be sent as Jesus. To be sent by Jesus and all that he commissions us for and with is to be sent as Jesus. I'm with you, Jesus says. He said that to Freddie this morning and that's a reminder for us today. So today I'd like to start with where you are, right where you are with this promise of Jesus and this call to be sent by Jesus as his labourers. Where you're sitting, right where you are here at 1201 Riversdale Road is where I want to start. God comes to us where we are. That was the story of the Emmaus Walk, you might remember. God comes to us where we are and I thank God that he does in all the uh, phases of life. He comes to us both with promise, with gift and with call right where we are. And it's wonderful that right where we are today is in church. And some of us get to come here regularly and some of us might be visitors. I want to say welcome to you all. But it's that aspect of welcoming today that I just want to spend a few minutes on uh, with us. It's sometimes said in many congregations, we are a friendly welcoming congregation. We are a friendly welcoming congregation. You people at St Paul's, do you believe we are a friendly, welcoming congregation? Hands up if you think that. Okay, a few brave, oh, many brave, well done, good. How do you know? Well, your opinion really counts and it's really important, but you know, there are some people's opinions who I think are actually even more important than mine, um, and that is people who we, might be visiting us at any given time. It's a really important question but it's more important that we get the answer to it I think from those people. There's been a lot of research done into this space which I'm very thankful for and it'll tell us that a congregation of our size, the number of people that regularly worship here, in any given year might expect almost two lots of Sunday worshipping numbers um, over the course of the year to be visitors to us. And we might say, oh, yeah, well, that's normal, because at Easter time, more people come, or we get visitors, at Christmas time, we get more, and that's true, isn't it, to a certain degree. But the work that's been done to look into this space suggests that on any given Sunday, we're going to have visitors with us. More people will come on a, on a, on a regular Sunday, if I can put it that way, than at these special festivals, believe it or not. So how do we respond as we hear this call of Jesus today? Well, out of all of those many people that might come to visit us, and you are a blessing, visitors, thank you, thank you so much, it's more than likely that more than one whole lot of us uh, here today are going to be people that might have had some connection with the church before. And when they come in, they'll maybe kind of half expect stuff that, uh, that might happen at least. But a good proportion of those people that come to visit us at St Paul's might be people who are here that don't know Jesus, believe it or not. That people that 
uh, might be coming to church for the first time even. And when you walk in the door, it mightn't always look immediately uh, familiar and friendly. So what might we do? And whose responsibility is it, dear friends in Christ? Well, you won't be surprised to learn that those who return to worship um, the following week after uh, they've worshipped for the first time are likely to be, be people who felt welcomed, who felt welcome. Not surprising, is it? That's the number one reason that research tells us that people return. So it's probably a good thing for us as we hear this call of Jesus to be focusing on what the main uh, game is for us on a Sunday morning. If we contend, and I think it's a fair thing that we do, but if we contend that we're a welcoming church, uh, when would you say that people who visit us for the first time are going to recognise or make an, a, a view on whether we're welcoming or not? Does anyone want to have a shot at answering this one? What's the most important aspect of a Sunday where people might form their judgment, if you will, on whether we're a welcoming congregation. Greeted at the door. Thank you, Ross. And that's vitally important, isn't it? And even, you know, before we even get here, that's an important time. What, what does our website look like? Is it, is it a place where I can find where you worship? All those sorts of questions. Very, very important. But the surprising thing is, is that it's the first 10 minutes after this service concludes where people will make their, generally will make their judgment about whether we are a welcoming place. And it's because, not necessarily the pastor, but someone else here says hello to them. So, let's start with God's call exactly where we are, in the very place that you're seated. Who is God calling to be welcomers here at St Paul's? And I think you already know the answer. It's you and me, isn't it? It's those first 10 minutes and then some. May I ask you to consider today who the first person is that you'll speak with after worship. And often it's very important that we catch up with someone to say, oh, I've got to change the roster, or you know, it's great to see you. May I encourage you to consider speaking hello to someone who you don't know today because it might make an eternal difference. I know that we keep our spaces a little bit during these COVID times as well, and we need to consider that, but um, would you also sometimes consider making room where you're sitting on the pew so that if someone is a visitor to us, they can find a space and might uh, feel a little bit comfortable as they, as they worship. And these brave people that are sitting up the front, and are, you're the Lutheran people, I can assure you, can I, it's a good place to sit up the front. You get amongst all the action. God is faithful. God's faithful to Freddie. He's, God, he's faithful to you and me. I am with you in this, he promises. If you happen to meet someone who's new here to St Paul's on a Sunday uh, and you're able to follow up and say hi to them on a Monday, it makes a lot of difference, you know. It makes a huge difference. The research tells us that if we are able to say hi again to someone and start telling them about our community, we're a welcoming place, by the way. Um, in the first 36 hours after worship, it helps so much for someone to connect with us. And if you do it, it makes more of a difference than if I do it, believe it or not. 
Our welcome and invitation then is such a gift as we hear God's call. Jesus indeed equips his disciples for the mission that he sends us on. And it be might begin with our welcoming. And if you'd like to be you know, equipped for that a little bit more and to uh, learn even more to share your faith as you go, next Saturday is the perfect opportunity as Pastor Nathan will lead us in a gospel fluency workshop. It's help, designed to help us be who we are and speak the gospel as we go, where we are. Are you ready then? Are you ready to go? Uh, God is here. He says, welcome. Welcome to you each and all to my family again this day. Be my welcome then too, with the gifts and the call that I give you. As you go then, dear friends in Christ, share the good news. The kingdom of heaven is here. Amen. And God's peace will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting. Amen. Thank you.